This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wongal people and the Yagara Turrbal peoples. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Strap in. Buckle up. It's story time, folks. This is Australiana Rama. In this episode, as usual, we swear. And there are some animatronics. Less usual. (laughs) Are you ready? Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hiya. Hey, Maddie. Um, We're in the same room, which is weird. I know. It's such a rare treat i have to move mm. my mic around so i can actually look at you um i am in queensland which is very exciting mm. for me i've made it yeah why are you here um well me and maddie are going to <laughs> mc my cousin's wedding co-emceeing baby it's very exciting um for us not for you probably but it's gonna be really fun <laughs> I don't know, some of our listeners might be invested in your cousin's love yeah. lives. Or maybe, maybe Laura is listening. Who knows? Don't know if she listens to the pod. Laura Mulcahy. Laura, this is the <laughs> test. <laughs> um, all right. Well, today my topic is a place, um, a place called Fantasy Glades. And I'll just preface this, like there, there are a lot of odd roadside attractions in australia like Mm. all various big things big pineapple Mm -hmm. tropical fruit world which i've been learning more about formerly Mm. avocado land you're welcome Mm. um but those all make sense to me like in a weird way because they're working farms trying to drum up business in creative ways that are visible from the highway yeah you know um the super b exactly r.i.p r.i.p the super b (laughs) it will come up in this again (laughs) um but yeah, so this episode is not about those sort of places. Um, it's it's about a small theme park, long abandoned, which has been living rent free in my mind <laughs> <laughs> since my childhood. Um, all right. So, well, first of all, Maddie, have have you ever heard of Fantasy Glades? Have you been there? No, I haven't heard of it. Okay. I don't think I've been there unless it's some mm. kind of repressed memory. It might come up. It might. I'll. I'll... <laughs> we could under some trauma here today, everybody. Uh, we absolutely stand by. <laughs> so, well, like before, international travel was really popular, um, and kind of like catering to family road trips. Like, there's lots of strange little theme parks scattered across the country. Just going to quickly read out a couple of them. Great. There was multiple lunar parks, kind of in every state. There yes. was El Caballo Blanco, which was horse dancing. Multiple places called Magic Kingdom. There's the Manly Fun Pier, Old Sydney Town, O'Neill's Adventureland, Wonderland, Sydney, Seager World, Marineland, Tops Amusement, which is at the top of the Maya Centre in Brisbane, mm. and then Dazzleland in the top of the Maya Centre in Adelaide. There's Dinosaur World, Le- Leisureland Fair, the Swagman's Hat Amusement Park, and Wobby's World. What? Just all strange little places that... Wobby's World? Wobby's World. was in Victoria... Quite odd. It had like a little helicopter monorail closed in the 90s. Okay. Apparently had some good advertising, so 
maybe we'll go there. We'll, we won't go there because it's gone, but we'll... <laughs> we'll deep dive we'll into Wallaby themselves. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is Wobby? Mm. Um, burned into my memory, though, is Fantasy Glades, which is a fairy tale themed strange place in Port Macquarie. Um, and so Port Macquarie is a coastal town. Have you been to Port Macquarie? I have family there. Maybe mm. I have been. And it's very deep. Oh, man, I hope. Okay, I'll show you some photos later, actually, and then I'll put them on the Instagram. Um, so it's a coastal town on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. Um, and we went there because Grandma and Granddad had a timeshare. Um, oh, yeah, we had a timeshare you know. in Port Macquarie. We've all mm. had a timeshare yeah. in Port Macquarie. <laughs> Heidi's got a timeshare in Port Macquarie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was lovely. Like, you'd go there, or they also... It was sometimes we'd go to Sandy Point, which is on the Gold Coast. Whenever, sure. Just if Grandma and Granddad were there, but yeah, so Port Macquarie is known for its beaches and populations of koalas, um, which we'll, I'll come back to as well. Um, and it also used to be known for its family-friendly attractions. Yes. Um, like, did you go to Peppermint Park? Do you remember Peppermint Park? I think we went to Peppermint Park. Do you remember some sick water slides? Uh, or putt putt? Yeah, maybe. We path. went to somewhere which was all about. It was like Timber World or Timberland <gasps> yeah, or Timber Town. That is the next place on my list. Great. Timber Town. Yes. Because Peppermint Park had water slides and was amazing. Yeah, we definitely R. went R. to the Dust Bowl of Timber Town instead. I do think. You, do you think it's still operational, Maddie? I think it's does it does it still exist? Is it still a thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm That's sure I could have passed list, it in the last two years or so. The one that exists is Timber Town. Yeah. Slightly west of like Port Macquarie. Um, and it is a logging-themed living museum. Yeah. That's what it says. You Kids. can see a good whip cracking. Mm. You can get a good ice cream. Yeah. Kids love sawmills and colonialism well, is what I've written down. I don't remember loving it. No, I remember I was... being like, this is an okay time. Even as a child, mm. I remember being like, this is an okay time. <laughs> and like a dusty time? Very dusty. Because yeah. it's a sawmill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Famously not for children. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so you can still go there if you want. You can still go to Timber Town. <laughs> sorry to shit on you guys if you're listening. Um, yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, so in 1968, George and Rosemary Whitaker opened Fantasy Glades. Amazing. Which apparently cost them around 80 grand at the time. Oh, why buy a house mm. when you're going to have a glade? Yeah. Well, I looked up, it'd be something like in the 600 grand mark today like they really yeah. were committed to this plan um and I almost didn't like I did all my research and then I went and tried to find like photos you know of it originally and of these people and both George and Rosemary were little people I didn't realize oh, um, there you go. from my research like Rosemary had dwarfism but the whole family was was short statured mm. don't know specifically so Lots of things that made Fantasy Glades really magical for children would have also been really practical for the family. <laughs> yeah. Because there were things like, there was like the, there were little, little buildings that as a child, you're like, this is amazing. And they've done it specifically. Like, when, what do you mean by little buildings? Well, we'll, we'll I'll get, okay, I'll we'll get, get there. to that. Okay. Um, but yes, and they actually had, they had signs up while it was still running, like saying that it was the only theme park which was run by a family of little people. Mm-hmm. Couldn't verify that, but it seems to, I reckon I mean, that checks out. Yeah. Um, and Rosemary's dad actually hand carved a lot of the furniture. Mm-hmm. So it was a really, a, a family business and mm-hmm. seems like a labor of love. Um, and it was partly like Brothers Grimm storybook themed, partly, I don't want to say Disney ripoff, but I think you yeah. definitely get sued today. Yeah. If you, yeah. 
there are, there were a few of those kicking around in the nineties. Yeah, the super bee. The super bee. I've been to one in Victoria, which sounds very similar to this. I can't mm. remember the name. But, um, yeah. but yeah, it stayed open until 2002. And so I was 10 wow. in 2002. So it means my memories are all from 10 and younger. There's a cat very close to a microphone. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> she literally just <laughs> smelt the microphone. That's a first. <laughs> Madam, um, if you will. All right, so... Happened before. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Rosemary and George, uh, and George passed away in the 70s, and then Rosemary and her second husband, Stephen Hobbs, um, who was also short-statured, ran it until they sold it to George and Pat Spry in 1986. Mm-hmm. So it was for 20-plus years that they successfully ran their business. Um, Stephen has definitely passed away, and Rosemary was still alive in 2002 when it closed, like, because there was an article living near her daughter. If she's still around, she's elderly. Yeah. Um, if she is, Rosemary and family, such a fan, honestly. Did, did you say that the article was with her daughter? Yeah. So Rosemary's baby? Rosemary's <laughs> baby. I think her name was Catherine, but not spooky. <laughs> Not a spooky theme park. Rosemary's lovely family, lovely children and grandchildren. Um, Yeah, they sound really great. And most of these sort of small, strange, very specific theme parks went out of business because they were losing money, Um, Mm. but not Fantasy Glades. It was actually profitable. Um, George and Pat, who wanted to retire in 2002, so the second owners, and no one who wanted to buy it could or wanted to actually keep it operating. Yeah. So... It fell into disrepair. Um, yeah. I'm also just going to give you a bit more <laughs> information about Port Macquarie. Great. Koala um, City. Yeah. Well, there's a really great article in The Guardian, which is about Fantasy Glades, but it's by Alex McKinnon, and they've described Port Macquarie really well. So I'm just going to read, read, mm-hmm. read from that. Um, on the rare occasion, Port Macquarie makes the news for something other than a horrific natural disaster. <laughs> It's usually for something very weird. Um, for more than two years, the biggest story in town was the approval, construction and opening of Port's first Kmart. Ayo. Sustained public opposition to the introduction of fluoride in the town drinking water in 2012 has culminated in a planned non-binding poll. Last month, which is May of this year, a life-size fibreglass statue of Colonel Sanders was stolen from the local KFC. It was later recovered minus a finger. Oh, mm. Where's the finger? I assume the thieves still have it. Where has it gone? <laughs> oh, dear. The Guardian did not provide that information. Um, so, yeah, that's Alex's wonderful description of Port Macquarie. Port Macquarie is also known for my aunt and uncle who lived there and were the croquet champions for a while. <laughs> the croquet champions. Croquet champions. They had a croquet... This makes them sound like they were really rich and had a massive yard. They didn't. Mm. Like they no. had a, just like a normal backyard, but mm. their whole backyard was a croquet <sighs> lawn so they could practice all the time. And they were, yeah, the Port Macquarie croquet champions for a while. That is. And my uncle had an electric scooter before they were cool, like back into <sighs> the 2000s. He's a doctor. This is wonderful. And he would scoot to work. Anyway, so that's Port Macquarie for me. <laughs> Well, I'm thr- that's great. I'm, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, 
but yet the population has like kind of had a sustained boom, like retirees and young families, like in the past, like, you know, 20 years, the population has grown. Mm. Um, and for a while they were trying to get people to go there for schoolies, but there's not really anywhere to go out. Oh. So that didn't go well. Um, Hug a koala. Yeah. Get munted. Exactly. Steal Colonel Sanders. Well, I, maybe that is what happened. Um, well. And they tried to rebrand as like a regional arts and cult- culture hub. But construction of a new performing arts centre went $60 million over its $6.7 million oh, uh, budget. Well, hang on. $60 million. $60 million over, over budget. The budget was $6.7 million. Originally. It went over $60 million. So 10 times. Yeah. The state government sacked the council. I would too. As a result, launched a public inquiry and appointed an administrator who Alex McKinnon in The Guardian, again, describes as the delightfully named Dick Person. (laughs) Same. (laughs) But honestly, I'm sorry. I'm still sitting on Mm. the whole. We had almost 7 million. Yeah. But we spent 60. Mm -hmm. More than that. Yeah. Somehow. So the, the council was sacked and Dick Person, which is person with two S's and Dick just spelt Dick, um, <laughs> is the, was the administrator. Oh, <laughs> oh no. So. Oh, what a cursed story. Mm, Port Macquarie is kind of a weird place. Um, yeah. But back to fantasy glades. <gasps> so the attractions included Cinderella's Castle, mm-hmm. which is a large pink castle you could walk through. Um, it had life-size mannequins. Oh, they always do. Mm-hmm, behind glass windows telling oh. the story of Cinderella. Great. Um, you'd press a button and scenes would light up and animate. Uh, yeah. Yep, yep. Terrifying. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, and there was an outside section onto a parapet. Like, it was a little castle, um, and there's a tunnel that which the train would go through because, of course, as for all, for all these places, there's a little road train. Um, but the tunnel of the castle that it would go through, that's also just where they parked the train overnight. Um, and there were dinosaurs around Cinderella's castle. They were a later addition. Amazing. Um, there was a witch's cottage, which is like a little wooden house that you went into, and then, like, half the room is a diorama, like half glass. You press a button and then witchy poo like stirs her cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> I will show you pictures actually. Oh, um, and then spiders like drop down oh, and you get yeah. a little fright as a child. Um, <laughs> I think I'd get a little fright now. Yeah, well, actually, hang on. I am going to just going to show Maddie a series of pictures, which will also be on the Instagram. Yes. Uh... As we're recording this, I am realizing that some of my relatives could be listening. My aunts and uncles. Aunty Sue, Aunty Uncle Patrick, if you're listening and you've been and you've got family photos, send them through. <laughs> Meg, let me know. <laughs> All right, Maddie, I'm sending more photos than I need to. Okay. My phone's on. Do not disturb because I'm a professional. I'm trying to airdrop them to you so you have to accept them anyway. Yep. It's definitely the vibe I pictured. Whoa! All right. There's okay. some spooky mm. uh, Snow White yeah. quote-unquote dwarves. That's what... Um... Is that your mum? No. <laughs> These are photos from the internet. I mean, it could be. That could be your mum and Caitlin. Can I see? 
I think if it was a better quality photo, um, we would be it's quite, un- wrong. quite unflattering about yeah, my Yeah, but before um, I zoomed in, I was like, <laughs> is that 90s K80? No. Um, but yeah, so there's Snow White. Snow White had a couple areas, like it had the Diamond Mine, which I think there's a picture of there as well. It's like a walk through Snow White story, scary and likely copyright infringed. I but, mean, fair enough. Yeah. And then the cottage, which is the miniature house with the statues of the dwarves in it. Um, and so all things were like appropriately sized Mm -hmm. as if little people lived there. And so as a, as a child, very exciting as well. Yeah. And there's a crooked house for the crooked man. Um, Mm -hmm. So the wall of mirrors. And I think, do you remember Maddie? Was there one at the super B as well? It's like the The, house that Jack built. Yeah. The house that Jack built was a wonky house from Mm. memory. Yes. Yeah. Snow White was heavily featured. Yeah, but a different Snow White. Yeah. Um, she looks, she's quite jacked. The one at the Super B was very strange. Yeah, yeah. It was like mask uh, Disney mm. Snow White. Yeah, I don't know. Someone must have handmade it anyway. Because I wondered if I was misremembering mis- Fantasy Blades and the Super B is the same place, but it's like, no, they were both. Yeah. I they mean, both one's exist. Full of bees. <laughs> I just love that free honey. You could just taste free honey. Anyway. Just keep eating the honey. Um, so there's a little monorail, which is like a push-pull one. Like two people had to face each other. So uh, someone's yeah. going backwards. Um, and there's a dragon, which you might have seen in yeah, those pictures. Yeah, cooked. I, I was so scared of it. But then if looking at the photos, it looks like paper mache. I mean, yeah, but paper mache is scary. Mm. But it was outside, so it can't have been paper mache. Like It might have been fiberglass. Because um, old school fiberglass yeah. looks like paper mache. Mm. But so it's a pink dragon in a little cave, um, well, freestanding cave. That's private. Freestanding cave. <laughs> um, <laughs> and its eyes flashed and it sprayed smoke and water from its mouth and like made sounds when you walked past it. I was afraid of what it. A cat cooler. Uh, I was similarly afraid of the animatronic lizard at the Queensland Museum. Do you remember that? Yeah. Is that still there? Um, I was at the Queensland Museum yesterday. Mm. And I don't think we saw the lizard, I don't, but also... Mm. I assume they've still got it, just Mostly went to the Lego thing. True. And then looked at the birds <laughs> and then got hungry and left. <laughs> like a, like a so. tiger that swished. Um, they also go back. Yeah. Little cars powered by 20 cent coins for kids to hoon around on the bitumen. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had these at the Super B, I remember them. Um, there's an old woman's shoe which you could play in. I yes. loved that. Loved yes. it. And the miniature chapel which was like a kid-sized or a little person-sized church that was actually ordained and people got married in it. I mean, sure. Yeah, like organ music played on a loop and there's a little stained glass window. Great. It's just a small little building. It's good and to have goals. Yeah, and heaps of other fairy tale things, like Humpty Dumpty, if you press a button, he falls off the wall. Um, a goose lays a golden egg. Mm-hmm. Hansel and Gretel. There's a wildlife park with goats, kangaroos and emus. Do you get to feed them pellets? Well, they're probably all dead now. I don't remember. <laughs> They'd be dead now or they're not there. Um, and then there's the mouse house, which I don't remember. But mouse it was, house? Yeah. Small. And it said like Mickey on it. I'm like, this is copyright infringed because it was not a picture of Mickey Mouse, but it was mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a little burrow-sized house, robot mice inside the glass, which would move and sing. And then Wikipedia says they were adult size. Like you'd go in and you're small, like you're the size of a mouse. Oh. I don't remember this, so maybe I've pushed it aside. Mouse house. Mm. Reminds me of rule jewel. And there's a dungeon. And again, this is in Wikipedia, and I don't remember this specifically, but that doesn't mean it wasn't there. 
So around the back of Cinderella's castle, there was a wooden door with like shutters and a lever with a hand-painted sign saying, look if you dare. And then oh, if you pulled God. it, it would open and like it would be backlit with cobwebs and spiders and then a ghost comes forward oh. and there's two severed heads. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, that's not where I thought this was going. I would have loved that as mm. a kid. Yeah. I... I mean, I still am, but I was obsessed with anything gory. I mm. once made my friend for her birthday a giant eyeball. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think this is cool. Mm. She'll think this is cool. I was six. <gasps> it was her sixth birthday and I gave her a giant eyeball. How did you make it? Um, paper. I scrunched mm-hmm. up lots of little balls of paper and then I stapled like sheets of paper that it was like a basketball sized eyeball and then I drew the details on said eyeball. Rather than using a basketball you made the you made it. You, that was yeah, printed you just paper. find a ball. Recycled paper. All of that recycled. Basketball size is bigger than I was expecting. Well Yeah. Did she enjoy it? Um uh, she was also pretty weird, so I mm. think maybe yes. Mm. Yeah. And like at, at age six you're just happy to. You're pretty happy. I'd unless, be fucking unless, unless you're sad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the two. I think my parents were stoked because they were yeah. like, well, we don't have to spend money on mm. a present. Maddie's made an <laughs> eyeball. Maddie's got a plan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love Fantasy Glades and was also very scared of Fantasy Glades, which I think is what makes it perfect. Yeah, that's what you want when you mm. go to a theme park. You want something fun, but you yeah. also want a little fright. It's a safe fright. Um, yeah. Mitigated there, risk. There was also a doll room, because of course there was. But no. Literally just a collection of dolls a la Bly Bly Castle, but not the whole castle, just a room. A la so many places that we have been mm. in places like Germany and Austria as yeah. well, where you're just like... Now we're accidentally in a room full of dolls because we yeah. speak German and this historical place has a room full of dolls for some reason. Yeah, and puppets and we're looking down into a pit that's got marionettes in oh, it. Oh, yeah, the puppet pit. Where was that? And there were the dead puppets. That's, that was in Salzburg, mm. at the big, the massive fort Yeah, in the middle of the That was lovely. City. But then I mean, the dead. If you ever go to Salzburg and mm. you go to the big fortress... There is a puppet pit full of dead puppets mm. and you stand over it. It's anyway, we're not yeah. talking Great about Europe. Marionettes. But <laughs> also yeah. you can go to Bly Bly Castle, which again we're not talking about that today. Yeah. Also dinosaurs, <laughs> anyway. There was a three bears cottage which I liked. Um, and scattered through the park there were a bunch of like little mushrooms for kids to sit under. Great. Attention. A classic feature. Attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's the park. And, I mean, Maddie, I've sent you pictures. Was there anything yeah. in particular that you... Resonated with? Yeah. The dragon looks like something that's come out of my own nightmares. Mm. Um, yeah, looking at that as an adult, I'm like, nah, I stand by my yeah. childhood reaction. It no, spits water at you. It also has, like, a neck chain around it that just makes me think of Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, oh, that dragon's from Melbourne or something. Um... Look, it's all just a lot, mm. isn't it? Yeah. I do like the Sleeping Beauty. Mm. <laughs> Could um, you describe what you can see? There's a, I mean, puppet slash figurine, like mm. lying down, fully asleep. 
in a bridal gown type thing. Mm-hmm. Likely a robot if you pressed a button. Oh, God. If it looks like it's behind glass. Yeah, I reckon. Move. Yeah, he probably... Yeah, and then the prince probably kisses her and her eyes open or something mm. if it's animatronic. But she's spooky. And then there's a prince standing over, <laughs> over her. The caption says, Will, the handsome prince. So his name's Will, oh. which is a fun fact. But then there's also ghastly looking women <laughs> behind him there's one popping a squat like she's doing a poo mm. she looks not okay and then there's one all dressed in black and she hasn't got eyes wow because does sleeping beauty have eyeballs yes <laughs> <laughs> traditionally but like is there yeah. and if she was at a birthday party when i was six she might have had a third eyeball mm, but anyway lucky her <laughs> um yeah, we will put pictures on the Instagram because they're, they're quite special. Yeah. Like, and not what I had. Some of it I've remembered quite specifically now that when I look at it, other things like that, I was like, oh. Yeah. I've been protected from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, your, your trauma mm, response has gone. Yeah. It doesn't exist. <laughs> but like the um, Seven Dwarves and like Snow White and the Dragon, I, I was like, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought I was afraid yeah. of and true. Correct. Um, Myth confirmed. <laughs> But yeah, after it closed in 2002, it changed hands a bunch of times and often with like vague plans to reopen that were all eventually abandoned. Yeah, Um, so often the case. Yeah, so for nearly 20 years, it's been falling into disrepair, um, overgrown and falling down. Um, Then businessman Jeff Crow (laughs) said... It's winter, Uh, shut up. (laughs) Um, Gross. Yeah, Jeff Crow bought the site in 2015... Um, he hadn't been to it when it was open, but he's like, this is a great spot for a cafe and accommodation, trading on nostalgia and its prime location, which is, I think, right. I think. I mean, yes, but does he, that mean he's he getting rid of all the spooky He's been spookums? He's been cleaning it up since, getting various council approval things and dealing with vandalism, because like in 20 years oh it's become God. the perfect place for teenagers to that's break That's where into. they should be having Port Macquarie school. I assume that's what people were doing. Um, but in a quote to The Guardian, Jeff says, kids would just come through holes in the fence and wreck everything. When I started cleaning everything out, there were condoms, beer bottles, you name it. All the doors were kicked in. All the windows were smashed. Oh, um, dear. Yeah, so well, 20 years of vandalism. Um, but he has he's saved Cinderella's castle. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the like turrets and things don't exist, but he's painted it dark blue. And the little chapel... Controversial. Mm, the little chapel survives and has a new roof. Things like the dragon and a lot of stuff is like long gone. Oh um, yeah, that thing looks like it was disintegrating in two thousand and it would fall <laughs> over. <laughs> Let alone some youths who are yeah. horny and full of Red Bull and vodka. Mm. Let's go. Yeah, but also like in two thousand and two, it seems like they when they were closing, they asked Rosemary and the family, like the original people who made it, if there was anything that they wanted. So things that were specific. Like they they had an attachment to, they would have taken. I wonder if they um, took Will. I wonder. I really wonder. Will, if you're out there and you're listening, mm. let us I know. Most like I feel like they would have taken like the hand carved furniture that her dad had oh, made. Oh, surely, you know, and take. maybe a cheeky mushroom or two. Oh, absolutely. For mm. all, the, all the kids, all the grandkitties in the in the garden. Mm. But yeah, Jeff is up against some local opposition. Um, oh. Yeah, just and... let him have his. <laughs> 
<laughs> fantasy glades. Both sides do make some points, um, but because one of the largest koala populations in Australia is in Port Macquarie. Yes. Um, and during the fires, like last summer, it's estimated that 34% of the koala population that lives at the, the lake in this nature reserve, which is kind of south yeah. Port Macquarie, that 34% yeah. of them were killed in the fire. Yeah. Um, koalas in general have been losing habitat as the town expands. Yeah. Um, and so... Jeff wants to open a cafe and build 11 holiday cabins on the site with paths through the remaining old attractions. Um, the cafe has been approved so far, but the like, accommodation is still being considered. Uh, and local groups are worried that this will threaten the koalas, birds and other wildlife that have moved in in the past like 20 years. Ah, oh, so they've taken over. Yeah, well, it's unclear how many koalas live there. Like it's mostly rainforest, which is not their typical habitat. But Jeff himself had a koala management plan prepared in 2019. 19 like biodiversity australia does that apparently so they did that and they've confirmed that the site is used regularly by koalas and forms part of a larger area of core koala habitat and so he's taken that on board and he's aware of it and so his development plans have changed a lot of times since 2015 to address people's concerns like preserving all trees which are koala food sources yeah which is fair yeah so it's like half it's a five acre site and like half an acre is what he's what trying to clear yeah um but yeah but local council has now apparently promised to ask the state government to buy the land this is obviously oh. a new council the other one was dismissed I mean, and dick yeah. person <laughs> what, uh, why has been investigated why were they dismissed um uh, yeah, so Jeff has said like he hasn't been consulted by the council before they've asked the government. Of course not. Yeah, no. so he said he's stopped like cleaning up in it like in, with as much enthusiasm he has, and like stopped fixing things until the council actually tells him if he's allowed to. Yeah. Because um, part of why he wants to do it is that there are koalas there, and that's a nice place for a cafe. Maybe they want a mushroom stool. Mm. Yeah, and it's just like maybe people vandalizing and leaving dangerous things around isn't also is also not good for the koalas yeah you can see the argument you can see both both sides there's a world in which the koalas have still and a huge amount of habitat on the property but the property is being looked after rather than yet being filled up with glass and other things yeah and if like koala things are built into his ongoing plan yeah then i think sounds good but yeah until council and the government make a decision like once again it is stuck oh man half that'll abandoned. take another five years yeah yeah people really care a lot about fantasy glades and koalas and koalas um, oh what a cultural war yeah so that's <laughs> ongoing um and that that concludes my research well if you know if there are any updates i'll have to do a follow-up mm. yeah um get on the phone to gladys and find out what's going on <laughs> like madam what, yeah. what's the plan um yeah but yeah we used to go to all kinds of strange places like this is kids because there's lots yeah. of like road trips like i didn't go on planes as a kid oh oh very 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 rarely mm. so lots um, of time in the car lots yeah. of colin buchanan cds interesting lots of novelty um i was gonna say truck stops but we're not in america 
That's mm. weird. Petrol stations. Mm. Yeah. Timber Town. Timber Town. Fantasy Glades. Super BROP. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I'm fine. I think it hasn't. Mm. I'm not going to say that this is a pinnacle in your life mm. that has shaped you. Yeah. But <laughs> it is something that say. I. It is something that I think about. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair enough. Um, and you, I think, I think if you'd been, you would have, this would have brought it Yeah, no, I definitely you. haven't been. You maybe I too definitely young. haven't been. Too young. I've been to the Victorian equivalent, mm. which is something mountain, but I went as an adult. I think there's a place called Magic Mountain. Mm, yeah, potentially. Mm. Um, yeah, because I mentioned this to my cousin, her fiancé, and her fiancé's mum today that while I was doing the mm-hmm. research, like about like Fantasy Glades, and they also brought up Tropical Fruit World because yes. that's where they used to, you know, where they used to live, um, which you know, was avocado land. Yes. So it was like a big avocado, which is a bit underwhelming. Um, but because it had a train as well, yeah. like around it, and then like a building, I think it was there that they were saying a building was like turned into a crematorium. Oh, for a while. Like, so it's just like the farm and there's a crematorium, but then it's not allowed. They don't do cremations there anymore, but it's still a funeral home. Interesting. Well. So that was interesting. They're often multi-purpose spaces, these. I wouldn't mind having my funeral at Fruit World. Hmm. Feels right. Like an avocado. All right. Well, Maddie, what's what's on the menu next week? Well, it's funny that you ask that, Jessica. Um... (laughs) It's a tale that we've referenced a few times, but it's just become even more relevant yet again. I'm going to do the Barna Baby scandal because today is Monday the 21st of June and we have a new Deputy (laughs) Prime Minister, (laughs) Barnaby Joyce, has come back. Barnaby 2, Electric Boogaloo, has returned and I want to talk about his baby. (sighs) I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I might get sued because that's mm. something that we've started doing recently, which is really fun. But we're not here to defame. We're just no. I'm just quoting the facts. Just facts. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna do it. I was gonna do something else, but I just feel like we need to be, you know, as a as a major news um, <laughs> and cultural presenter of the nation, we have to pivot in these times. We have to adapt to the changing news. Mm coverage imagine if that's what we were like like if that's this character that you're doing right now is that that's what the podcast was you mean it's not (laughs) (laughs) abc give me a call (laughs) yeah that'd be great Um, Uh, yeah so it's a bit of a follow-up to the leadership spills episode in a way yeah Mm. and it was always coming but and the dual citizenship crisis honestly it just there's so much Mm. there's so much to unpack yeah yeah so another fun political one see you there that's very exciting Mm. what are your sources jess well my sources um came from the guardian really really wonderful article alex mckinnon congratulations thanks um and that's that's from this year like we reported on this this year um and there's another one in the abc Mm -hmm. and there's the mcclay argus which is a local paper as well as port macquarie news which had a lot as a local paper and wikipedia excellent